0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Rated Excellent. My name's XC. This is my little corner of the internet where I can talk about video games, movies, whatever the fuck I feel like. And this week, we're trying things a little bit different. I'm actually recording the intro segment and the quote-unquote meat of the podcast completely separately, days apart. Um, And this is just in an effort to see if... Maybe this can be a viable method for recording the podcast in the future because I'm getting to the point where the topics are starting to build up and being able to hold on to them until I record everything all at once is, I don't know, it's kind of like it's taking up space in my mind and it's in turn causing me to forget some of the topics. And then I go back and look at my notes and I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about here? (laughs) So I'm going to be trying this out for a couple of weeks and see if maybe this is a good way to do it. So then, like, as I think of a topic, I can just go ahead and talk on it and save it and store it. And then... When things are a little slow or when I feel that the time is right, I can just record an intro just like this, attach that to the end piece and good to go. So hopefully this is going to be a good move for the podcast. And I guess without further ado, let's jump right into this little intro thing that we've been developing with what I've been playing. So obviously, if you've been following the streams this week, I've been playing uh, Banjo-Kazooie and I finished up Sonic Colors Ultimate. I honestly don't remember if that was before the last podcast or if I did it in between podcasts. So just in case, I finished up Sonic Colors Ultimate, started Banjo-Kazooie just as like a an easy mental game. I've beaten Banjo-Kazooie so many fucking times. It was just something that I could play without really having to think about it and just chill and relax. And. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of blazed through it and we've already completed that one, so. There'll be a new game on the next stream. I haven't quite figured out what it's going to be yet. I've got a couple of choices that I'm dabbling back and forth with. Um, Let's see outside of that. Still dabbling around, um, playing some Halo Master Chief Collection multiplayer. Still just SWAT. Um, Yeah, just something to kill 20 or 30 minutes with. I'm not really like super competitive in it, not going after high ranks or anything like that. I just thoroughly enjoy. It's a good way for me to blow off steam, really. As far as what I've been watching, well, it's pretty much just been wrestling. Following up on what I talked about in the last podcast, randomly went back to January of 1999 and just started watching Monday Night Raw. And then as the pay-per-views pop up, jump over to the pay-per-views. haven't quite made it to where SmackDown happens yet. Yeah, that's right. SmackDown doesn't exist yet fucking crazy um last night we started watching wrestlemania 15 made it about halfway through and i'm starting to remember things from when i was like watching these things happen originally so quick short backstory um as best i can recall wcw nitro started at 8 o'clock and went off at 10 o'clock. And Monday Night Raw started at 9 o'clock and went off at 11 o'clock. And so I would watch the first hour of WCW, and then from 9 until 10, I would like just flip back and forth. If there was a match that I was really interested in, I'd stay there. Or if commercials came on, I'd flip back to the other one. And then at 10 o'clock, I'd switch over and just watch Raw until it was over with. So I'm starting to get flashes of things that I remember happening as they happened. But there's also like things that I don't know what's going on because I would flip back and forth. So it's probably, if I had to guess, probably in the timeline, maybe another two to three months before I completely gave up watching WCW and full time at the time, WWF now it's WWE, but so it's kind of cool to like be able to go back and like have all these memories that I've kind of forgotten that I had and like relive them. That's, I don't know. It's pretty fucking cool. We're about to get into, well, I'm not really sure how far away we are from the ruthless aggression era, but there are things that I'm starting to recognize that are going to be happening soon as well. So kind of excited for that. Um yeah, other than that, haven't really watched any X Files or Hell's Kitchen or anything like that. And Yeah, I guess that should bring us to the this week's episode of Remain, Remake, or Remove? do 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 Boing. At some point I'm gonna find like an actual sound clip to go there. I'm busy Trying to get a whole bunch of other stuff going that um, I'll eventually talk about in more in depth. But this week I'm going strictly video games again. I know I keep saying I'm going to put movies in here at some point, but movies are really hard. And when I use the random generator thing, it just brings up movies that I don't know. So I'm actually going to sit down and like pre make some lists going forward. But for right now, for video games, I'm going to make it really fucking hard. And go with. The original Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario 2 USA. Or Super Mario Brothers 3. So given the rules of if you remove something, that means it's removed from existence if I were to take Mario Brothers and remove it, then that voids out the other two entries completely because they no longer exist. So no matter what, I have to at least remain Super Mario Brothers. But then there's the question of if I remove Mario 2, how does that affect things? Well, The simple answer is is that, as we all know by now, thanks to the Internet, Super Mario 2 USA is actually Doki Doki Panic. So by that knowledge, I'm going to remove Mario 2 USA because in the greatest of technicalities, it is not actually a Mario Brothers game and would not affect anything beyond that. The only thing that we're going to have an issue with is... Some of the enemies, like the Shy Guys and all that, aren't going to be in Yoshi's Island. Maybe. Like I said when we started this, it doesn't mean that they will never be invented. It just means that they no longer exist currently. So, on that, we're going to remain Super Mario Bros. 3. I know, that's like completely shocking because I kind of misled y'all at the beginning with letting Super Mario Brothers remain, but hear me out. Super Mario Brothers three is probably the best or one of the best games on the original NES. It did get a little bit of a visual makeover um, on the Super Nintendo in the all-stars pack. So that still exists. We still have that. So if you want your slightly remastered version, it's there. But when I really sit down and think about it, as great as the original Super Mario Brothers is, I would love to see a full-blown, just complete remake. And I'm going to go one step further and say, I want that full-blown remake to be... Like Mario 64, Mario Odyssey style. 3D, complete open world from start to finish. Let's fucking go. And then just think about the possibilities of a Mario 3 remake after that, and then Mario World, and then maybe even a... Not that Mario 64 really needs it, but an over-the-top remake from Mario 64. I mean, I'm talking like full-blown Resident Evil 2 remake. God, that would be fucking great. So yeah, that is this week's segment for Remake Remain Remove. Hopefully I kind of snuck that one by and surprised a few of y'all. So now there's pretty much not anything left in this little intro segment. Other than real quick, I do want to talk about how... um in the show notes and in the description box, there should now be a couple new links added in that did not exist when I recorded the rest of it. But I have gone back and I've reopened my T public store. So, um, like there's a rated excellent logo shirt on there and, you know, you can get it on a mug and all kinds of other shit too. And I also also made an account with, I'm assuming it's pronounced coffee or Kofi, but their whole stick is you can make a donation through that. And it's essentially, you know, support me by buying me a coffee. And it doesn't necessarily have to be coffee. I actually lowered the price for the minimum donation. They set it at five by default. I lowered it to $3 because, I mean, if you if I'm going to get a cup of coffee with the money, I don't need fucking fancy ass coffee. I'm good with like gas station coffee or McDonald's coffee or like a, a monster mean bean. I'm good with all that. So those are now added into the description box. If you're interested and without further ado, I think it's time that we get into the heart of this episode, which is going to be Sonic Colors Ultimate on Xbox Series X Review. Here we go. Okay, this might be the second time that this is being heard, but I'm doing things just a little bit different this week on how I'm recording. I'm recording the actual meat of the podcast, so to speak, and then I'm going to go back and record the intro later. And I'm going to see if I like doing it this way a little better because then I can kind of like do the the intro part with like all the what's new stuff a little more closer to when the podcast is about to be published, and then I can record these sections much farther ahead of time and kind of like bank them, so to speak. So I'm sure I already explained this in the intro, but because I'm recording the intro after this, it's probably just going to be a little wonky for the first go around like this episode, maybe the next episode until I decide whether I want to keep doing it like this. Or just scrap this idea completely. But getting right into what the topic of the episode is. And honestly, I wasn't planning on doing two reviews back to back. But I finished Sonic Colors and it was my first time playing it. And honestly, there hasn't really been a whole lot of stuff going on in the last week. So Sonic Colors is kind of all I've got. So, Sonic Colors... Well, I guess I should clarify it. Sonic Colors Ultimate on Xbox Series X. Which is, from what I understand, it's essentially HD remaster of the levels. But they didn't do anything with the cutscenes. And boy, does it show. The cutscenes look... I mean, they look good. But... There's definitely a drop in quality when you go from the gameplay into the cutscenes. But ultimately, I didn't really know a whole lot about Sonic Colors going into it. Um, I knew it was one of the more popular 3D Sonic Adventures. Not Sonic Adventure or Sonic Adventure 2, but just an adventure that Sonic has in the 3D world. That was a weird way of making that point but i know it was amongst one of the more popular ones um i think up until sonic generations it was the most popular one and i know it's like eggman is making some type of an amusement park and there are these things called wisps that turn sonic into a laser going into it that's pretty much all i knew So gameplay, gameplay as far as it being a 3D Sonic title, which, I mean, I've played Sonic Heroes, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, um, and, you know, the newer ones, Generations, Sonic Forces. 3D Sonic gameplay has never been super stellar, but I I gotta admit, Sonic Colors Ultimate gameplay is pretty tight. I didn't really feel like I glitched through anything. There were, I think there were a couple of times where I might have just like glitched through a floor, but it didn't feel so frequent that I was getting cheated. Same thing with the inputs. Like, I know some inputs got dropped, but... It's not nearly as bad as Sonic Adventure or Sonic Heroes. Sonic Heroes, I haven't played that game and fuck, since it came out pretty much. And I still distinctly remember when you're doing like the team up moves or transitioning, fucking inputs get dropped left and right. But yeah, this game feels good. It feels good to play it. It actually reminded me a lot of Sonic Forces because I've, I've played that one. Um, Sonic is a little heavier in this one, but he's still got like that that floatiness to it, which I guess that's just 3D Sonic at this point. It's kind of hard to explain, but like if you it just seems like when you are like holding a direction and jumping, it goes a lot farther than you expect it to unless you want it to go really far, then you just kind of like go up and then drop. But it was a lot easier to get used to the controls in this one than, um, damn, what was the other Sonic game that I played? Uh, Sonic, uh, Superstars. Yeah. Sonic Superstars was, it was bad on the controls compared to this. Yeah, the levels are really fun. I... The big thing with Sonic is, does it feel like you're going fast? And for the majority of the levels, yes, it feels like you're going fast, which is kind of a weird thing to admit for a Sonic game, because, again, 3D Sonic games have always been kind of weird, especially about that. And that's because they are pretty glitchy. But every level seems solid, the only thing that kind of bugged me about the like the look of the levels and all that was actually like the hub world or the the overworld map whatever you want to call it the way that the the dots were placed throughout the map and then the way you like backtracked to get to other sections that just seems like a weird decision to me uh, and then I don't know if this was in the original sonic colors or if this is part of the ultimate edition but once you get enough red rings in each on each planet then you get to do like a like a time trial race with metal sonic but you have to go back to a level and then you have to select that separately like it'll have metal sonic's head above the level and i think you could push y on the Xbox, and it'll ask you, you know, do you want to race Metal Sonic? And I, I only did a couple of them because I wasn't really trying to go out of my way to get the red rings on most levels. I was mostly just getting them as I saw them as a way to like determine how close to the end of the level I was. But I think I did two of them, and they were kind of challenging. At least the first one was. Like, if you know the level layout pretty well, I'm sure you can blaze right through it but this was my first time playing and I don't have the levels memorized and I was just kind of like casually playing through it I mean I was playing these on stream so there wasn't like a lot of time to like study everything and look up guides on all this other shit although they're towards the end cool. but we'll get there but yeah all the levels are cool um the level Planet Wisp, which is one of the ones from Generations, is like immediately recognizable. So clearly they just kind of like mostly copied and pasted that level over to Generations. With a little bit of changes, obviously. But the the first level that you start in, and I I cannot remember the name of any of the levels other than Planet Wisp, but the first one that you start in, it's like a... Almost reminiscent of like Carnival Night or not Carnival Night, Casino Night from Sonic the Hedgehog 2, like visually at least. So that was that was cool. Like I was instantly hooked then because Sonic 2 was my first Sonic game, you know. It's kind of like a, a running joke with me that Sonic 1 never existed, Sonic 2 is where Sonic started. Then there's like this. This Candyland, Sweet Mountain, I think is what it was called. That that level was kind of weird. Not in a bad way, just, just a weird aesthetic. Like It's weird to see a whole planet made out of food in the Sonic universe. I don't know why it's more believable in the Mario universe, but in Sonic, it's weird. Uh, like I said, Planet Wisp, that was cool. Everything about Planet Wisp. Looks and sounds great. The music in this game is fucking awesome. Um, The underwater one, the aquarium planet. I could care less about that one. I don't really like underwater levels. And there just wasn't really much to it. It's either you zoom across the water because Sonic can run on water. Or if you go underneath the water, you're not really taking time to explore because, you know, limited air supply. So you're just trying your hardest and to get out of there as quick as you can. There was that planet that looked like, uh, it almost kind of looked like Onyx from Pokemon, and I don't remember anything about it. Like, legit, I have no idea any of the levels from that world. And then the the Chaos Emeralds, the way you get them is you play like this Sonic Simulator. Which is just these weird, they almost look like test levels, honestly. But each Emerald has three levels. I'll be honest, I did not get any of the Chaos Emeralds because in order to unlock those levels, you also have to have a certain number of the Red Rings. And like I said earlier, I was not really going out of my way trying to collect every single red ring if I saw it and it was within reason of being able to be gotten pretty easily I got it I know there were a couple of levels where they were just so obviously easy that I did die on purpose just to try again but like the ones where you needed a specific wisp that I didn't unlock yet I haven't gone back and gotten those and that's probably something that I'm going to just do, like, off-stream. Probably not even going to record it. It'll just be like, I'm kind of bored. Uh pop in Sonic Colors for, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes and try to get some red rings or get some A-rankings. Which, that's another thing. Damn, getting an A-ranking in this game. It's probably easier, again, when you know the level layouts. But damn, it was fucking hard to get some A rankings in this one. I think I got two out of the entire game. I think I got two A rankings. No, not A. I think I got two S rankings. But I probably didn't get many A's either. Uh, I got quite a few D's and quite a few C's. Um, But yeah, I I have no idea what Supersonic is in this game. Because... I only got enough of the Emerald stages to play like stage two of, I think, three color of the Emeralds. So maybe one day I'll know what it is. And I'm imagining that having supersonic would probably make the the last couple of levels a lot easier. uh, the level before the final boss where you're like running down the elevator shaft I guess is what it would be there's no checkpoints and it's just nothing but an auto scroller like things are chasing you you gotta dodge shit and there's like this I don't know it kind of looks like a spider or like a crab robot but he's purple with like these boxing fists or something but he also shoots these purple lasers and it's really hard to anticipate where the lasers are going and you know it's like any other sonic game where you've got your three your three lanes essentially left center and right and this purple crab thing shoots out two lasers so two of your lanes are occupied and because it's an auto scroller if you hit if you get hit you lose your rings you have no way to collect them again so it's a two hit thing I think I had to retry that thing probably about 10 fucking times. I finally had to pause the stream and go look up how the fuck do you like what's the tell on where the lasers are going to go? And the answer was so fucking obvious that all you have to do is dash out ahead. But the catch is is that your boost is so limited because there's no way to recharge it until the next uh, phase of the of the chase. So you, like, have to, like, tap it, like, like, zoom, zoom. You can't just hold it and burn it all out, because then you're fucked. <sighs> and then the final boss. I had retried a couple of times. I won't say anything else about the final boss other than For what it was, it was a really good final boss. But it was essentially the same thing as like two other boss fights in the game. I think there were legitimately only three different types of boss fights, which. was kind of lame. I'm not going to lie. Like the. I think it was the Sweet Mountain and the Aquarium were. The exact same boss fight, just one was underwater. I mean, the exact same. There was another one that it was... um, If you've played Sonic Generations, it was basically like the Shadow fight where you're just running in a big circle and you have to catch up to them and then homing attack them. There were three of those in this game. So boss fights are where this game really fell short. But the final boss... There was enough variation in what it was. And it was challenging enough to where it was a good boss fight. Now, I said earlier, the the music in this game is fucking great. While I was messing around in the settings, I came across that I guess with the ultimate pack. There are remixed soundtrack and then there's the original soundtrack. Unfortunately, I have no rec- I have no ties, not even recollection. I have never played the original. So the only song that I know is the theme song. And honestly, I don't even know it that well to know what's the original version and what was one of the several remixes that I think are in the game. A couple of the remixes are pretty obvious, but outside of that, I don't know what level tracks are the ultimate remix or the original. And I don't really see myself going back and like actually playing the game again from start to finish with the original soundtrack on because I even said it in the stream. If I did do that, I don't know it well enough to really even know the difference. And I wasn't really paying attention to the music. Like that wasn't the primary focus Because this was my first time playing, I was like, you know, trying to figure out the levels and not die. Which real quick on that one, another perk in the ultimate pack is, I guess Tails was not really part of the gameplay in the original Sonic Colors, but now if you collect like these Tails balloon heads, if you fall into a pit, he'll pick you up and bring you back instead of sending you all the way back to the checkpoint. But if you don't have any of the little balloon heads, he doesn't help you. So I think that's pretty much everything except for the Wisps. So the only thing I knew about the Wisps was there's a laser one, and that's it. Everything else I know is from Sonic Generations, and I didn't know if Sonic Generations had change to anything well turns out that they didn't they were pretty faithful to the wisps so sonic generations had the the rocket and the spike ball i knew about the laser just from i think the commercials i think showed it and i want to say there was a reason that i knew about the cube but i don't know why i knew about the cube because i don't think it's in generations but the first Wisp you come across is like just a generic like sky blue or white colored one. And all he does is refill your boost. And they did not do a real good job of explaining that. At least not that I could tell. There was possibly a hint circle that maybe I just missed that explained it. I don't know. The The rest of the whiffs. Um, Frenzy had no idea what that was. Ghost didn't know that existed. Um, Hover didn't know about that one either. So let's see. There's uh, the one that refills your boost. I mean, that's pretty useful because you need the bu- you need the boost in this game. There's no way around it. You need the boost. Um, Cube. Cube was mostly just for a little bit of light puzzle solving and getting red rings. Hover, I mean, Hover was essentially just like Tails as flight. Like if you were playing like Sonic 3 as just Tails and then you fly as Tails, it's basically, that's the same as Hover. In fact, I want to say it was probably about the same length of time too. It was probably only about ten seconds, and then you're you're done. You're tired. Uh, laser, laser. I didn't really see much use in, unless there are those little crystals there, and then there's a couple of them that it looks like you're supposed to bounce off the crystal to get the red ring, and it actually shoots you right into the to the uh, end. End of level ring, which kind of pissed me off during stream on one of them because it was, I mean, it was right there. The fucking red ring was like two feet above the, the prism. And I hit it perfectly and then right into the end ring. Motherfucker. Um, Ghost, I didn't really understand until like the last time I used Ghost. Then then I understood actually how to use it. So now I'm a little interested in going back to all the other levels. I had ghosts in it and seeing what I can find rocket. All it does is shoot you up in the sky and then you kind of like float down. That's it. Oh, I forgot about drill drill is probably the most fucking useful one in the water levels because you could just shoot all around without like a torpedo without having to do anything. And then you can also drill through, you know, soft dirt and these little pipes that are there. You can just shoot through them. Let's see the spike ball. I feel like they could have probably just done away with the spike ball and just had the the super spin. Be in there, but. I guess that was their also their way of including the super spin. Um. Oh, and Frenzy. Frenzy basically turns you into Jaws. It's very much like... If you've played Maneater, it's very much like the chomp, chomp, chomp. And then as you eat a few things, you grow. And if you keep collecting wisps, you extend your time. But if you get too big, then you're super fucking slow. I believe that's all the wisps. Honestly... Most of them, they seem like they're just designed just for the sole purpose of hiding red rings. But like I said, I like the um, I like the drill in the underwater sections because it just made traversal through there so much better. And I'm pretty sure that when you're in the drill mode, you don't have to worry about finding air bubbles either. So that's a plus. um laser real quick uh during the the races with metal sonic there's a lot of laser whiffs that i came across they are very misleading because you would think that it's it would be like a shortcut like you zip across real fast every time i use laser when i popped out of it metal sonic was ahead of me like way ahead of me so those are fucking misleading Yeah, I think that is pretty much everything there is to say about Sonic Colors Ultimate, at least on a first-time-ever playthrough. I wish I could have gotten enough Red Rings to get all the Emerald levels so I would know something about Supersonic. But... I didn't and it'll probably be quite a while before I do. I mean, I guess I could look up a YouTube video, but that's not that's not actually me playing it. Oh, fuck. Real quick. I forgot about um Eggman's two little sidekick robots. Don't know their names. The red one, he's a little annoying. The yellow one spends half of the fucking game stuck in like Texas Cowboy mode and it's both annoying and hilarious because in game he he's annoying the other characters because of how he's talking and that was just kind of it was a little humorous i don't, I don't really know how to explain it. it was it was almost like it was an inside joke of how annoying it was but yeah i think that is pretty much everything i could say About Sonic Colors Ultimate. At least for now. This might warrant a revisited episode. When. I do finish it more. Or if I ever replay it again. And know a little more about it. But ultimately. (laughs) No pun intended. I can't say anything about. The original Sonic Colors. But as far as Sonic Colors Ultimate. If you're not. A Sonic fan I would still highly recommend playing this I think I've decided that in reviews I'm not going to use any type of number score it's just going to be basically you can skip it you should play it or you definitely have to play it or you know some variation in there And I'll probably expand upon that. Like, there might be, um, in between skip it and play it, there might be like a play it if you have nothing else on your backlog ahead of it. But for now, whether you're a Sonic fan or just a casual gamer looking for something new to play, I would say definitely play Sonic Colors Ultimate. I can't believe I put off putting this on my screen for so long. I knew about it back when... What did it come out on? Did it come out on the Wii? I think it came out on the Wii. So I didn't have a Wii, but I had a Wii U, which would have played it if it came out on the Wii. And did Wii U play GameCube? I don't think it came out on the GameCube. But if it did, I don't think Wii U plays GameCube games. We're getting off on a tangent now, but point is is that I think I had the ability to play it years and years and years ago. And for whatever reason, I avoided it. And now that I've played it, I wish I hadn't have avoided it. So, yes, definitely play this game. But that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Again, I'm trying out this different way of doing it, like recording the the heart of the podcast and then I'll record the intro separate as it gets closer to publishing we'll see how it goes but for now as always make sure you check the description and the show notes i've added a couple of new things in there now like i've reopened up um my old t public store so if you want a rated excellent shirt it's there waiting on you uh, and it goes on sale like once a month. So that's cool. Um, you can also get mugs and all kinds of other stuff with the rated excellent logo on it. And money from that or the other affiliates or the Patreon or was it Kofi or coffee? All that's in there. But any money from that goes directly into producing more content or getting games to produce content with or upgrading equipment. So anything that y'all send my way is highly, greatly appreciated and goes straight back into entertaining y'all. Other than that, if you're on YouTube checking this out, remember that if you were to listen to this podcast on pretty much all major podcast providers, you got this episode a week early. And there's probably already another episode sitting there waiting on you right now. And, you know, check out the stream VODs. They're currently going up uh, every Wednesday at 12. Eventually, when I have enough of them, um, I guess sitting there in the back end, I might start releasing two a week. But for right now, I want to make sure that I have a steady flow of content. Ready to go. Yeah, Those come out on Wednesdays, at least for now, at 12 p.m. Eastern. And, you know, if you want to catch those when they're out, make sure that you subscribe. And as far as who we're going to share it with this week, let's share the podcast with anybody that you know that watched any of the sonic cartoons growing up adventures of sonic the hedgehog sonic x sonic Side am any of those go tell them download this podcast right now all right let's stop